on this episode of Bantam Milk Podcast, Andor, Andor, Andor. Oh my. Intro music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. There's a very real chance we just blew out everyone's speakers with that. But only on the right side. Only on the right side. <laughs> Many apologies. Yeah, we have a, we're have we upgrading our technology here at Bantha Milk Studios. We have actually a soundboard, and if you can believe it, it's touch sensitive. So I, I pressed our, our, our intro music, and it was like... So then I gave it another go, and I, I might have given and a little you, too much heave ho on that one. You but gave it a big old heave ho on that one. Are. And here we are again here we are. for another episode of Bantha Milk podcast Bantha Milk coming podcast. back at you uh, right after Rob, who is who's just collecting podcasts under his wing here. He's I just, am. He's uh, a, he's like uh, General Grievous. Another I, <laughs> podcast to add to my collection. Well, another podcast over here. Another podcast right. over here. So Rob Rob just uh, started a new podcast. I was going to join them on that, but it turns out I. I have a lot going on. Nick is <laughs> Nick starting a new job. I in have the a district. child coming. He has a child coming. Yeah, a whole lot going on, unfortunately. But we're going to have two shows at the same time that we're going to have to be doing reviews of, and Nick doesn't have the yeah, time. But I, I, I I'd be I'd be delighted to to be a you know a, a guest a guest on your show. But Rob, talk about your new show. So the new show is called uh, the King's Road Podcast. And while you do that, because this has been sitting here, yes, yes, uh, it has. I'm just going to go ahead and pour it. So you you pour that one. That's what is that? The Lucky Duck. We got the Duck Boy. The Duck Boy, American Duck Pear, Boy, Pear yeah. Ale by Little Dog Brewing Company. Now, that's the last one, so you better you drink the whole thing because that's... Oh, a, oh that was a great <laughs> pop. Right in my right eye. Right in your face. <laughs> oh, that's alive. Y'all need to go to YouTube and check that Watch out. Watch the beer oh, explode man. in Nick's face. Right into my eye, man. Yeah. All right, well, here we so go. So, Nick has that. I, I really like that beer, so you better check it I'm out. I'm going to drink I, the whole thing. on the other hand, got this one. El Segundo. Ooh, I got a lot of head on that one. That's not good. Yeah, see, That's you make fun pour. of me. I do. You do. I got a Rob pour here. El Segundo, a brewing company. Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skulls IPA. So <laughs> That's right. For you wrestling fans That's out right. there. I want to read the side of this Stone for you. Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold said so. Broken Skulls Indian Pale Ale, a BA 6.7 IPA. Designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo Brewing Company for the working man and woman. It features Citra, Cascade, and Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. All right, let's see if I don't get it exploding all over me. Yeah, you got that. That, that was, was a good, good one. Yep. Man, Stone Cold Steve mm, Austin. It right. smells very hoppy, too. Yeah, you're all about the IPAs. So I knew when you when you gave me the option of of the pale ale versus the IPA, I knew I was much yeah. more in my wheelhouse with the pale ale. I like pale ales as well. Oh, now I have yeah, you got it head. too, man. I'm, I you know when I watch this both, we both poured it right. I think, we did it. I think the beer gods are just conspiring they're they're against just us. against us. That's what That's it. it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> you gave me control of, of sound effects. I, which I love it. Trouble here. I man. love it. It's, it's, I have no complaints about that whatsoever. It's just nice that they're all laid out here. Yes. And I'm going to fill this up for next time with all sorts of Star that'll Wars. That would be, be tons of fun. A whole bunch of Star Wars oh, yeah. uh, quotes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Would be really, really cool. I'm, I'm into it. And then just surprise me with just. Oh, I'm not going to. It'll be a journey. Yoda saying It'll be a journey things. we take together. Yep, it sure will. All right, so um, so go on. You were telling us about the King's Road oh yeah, Podcast. The King's Road Podcast. So uh, another co-worker of mine, Kim, she and I are starting a Game of Thrones podcast called the King's Road Podcast. Uh, we did one episode on Thursday. I just uh, uploaded it today. So you should start being able to find it on all of your podcast providers um, very soon, hopefully like that. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do breakdowns of the new podcast. Uh, series whatever the new series is called the uh oh Game uh of Thrones, so it's new. uh blood uh fire and blood is that what it's called that's that's the book but then what's the show uh, house of the dragon house is that what of the dragon okay. yeah yeah i think so. fire and blood is a way cooler name but who am i who yeah who am i so yeah so we're gonna do breakdowns of of uh of the house of the dragon and when that's over who knows what else so that's well, there's that. a lot of different uh, Game of Thrones content coming out because apparently George R. R. Martin doesn't feel like finishing his freaking book series that got him rich. Yes, I'm not jaded about it at all. Though, no, well, and it's funny Kim and I talked about that because we were talking about how when you're author famous, 
it's a little different than when you are TV movie oh, yeah. star famous, oh, and yeah, he wants sure. to be movie star TV famous. Yeah, too bad. Uh, you know, the the stuff that like people really got into it for was the books, right? Um, the the shows ended pretty poorly. Yes. So maybe yeah, we the, can finish the books in a in a nice way. And right. Remember. And she was saying that he he has hinted at the fact that when he ever does finish the books. They're going to be drastically different than the way the movies, the yes. TV show ended. Yeah, so. um, I think the general sketch may be similar, but yeah, lot, there's got to be just because there's, yeah. there's so many more loose ends to tie up. But That's anyway, right. but anyway, you can get whoa, whoa, you can get all that info on the King's Road podcast. That's right, you sure can. So but, until then, we are Bantha Milk Podcast, and we talk about Star Wars over here because. We love Star Wars. Yeah, and we're back. And we're back. We're back after a hiatus. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of new and interesting Star Wars content coming out. But do we have any Star Wars news today, Rob? Uh, we, uh, yeah, there are some Star Wars news. Go ahead and hit All that right, so that I can... It. So very important Star Wars news, and my son is going to be very disappointed about this one because we just got back weeks ago from uh, Disney World. Star Wars spirit jerseys with Grogu at Walt Disney World. So the spirit jerseys, they're the long sleeve T-shirts that are kind of thick. He wanted to wear it in the park when we were there in July when it was 95 degrees with 170% humidity out there. I don't know how people do that. Our our coworker, Brian, who actually just who wrote the Star Wars news ditty that we just played. Uh, he's in Universal. He's in right Universal now. right now. And yeah. I'm seeing him walking around with the robes on in Harry Potter world. And I'm like, how is he doing? How that? are you doing? Him that? and his wife and his kid. And the kid. Yeah, it's too hot. Way Brian, too hot. if you're listening to me, man, you know, good yep. for you, man. More you power are, to you. You are built for that weather, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm thank not. you. I I don't mind it, but I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. And what, you know. So uh, so yeah, Star Wars spirit jerseys, pretty cool. It's got a little Grogu and uh, Mando on the front, and then on the back. Where it normally says really big, like Walt Disney World, it says choose your path two times. So that's pretty cool news there. Um, anything else? Andor ditches the Mandalorian trick. That's a heading, uh, whatever. Oh, Light and Magic. Did you watch this? I have not yet. I really, I've heard I really need to watch it. Is it a documentary on what? Disney Plus? It's a documentary on Disney Plus, all about ILM, the creation of ILM and stuff like that. Now, I remember watching an older documentary in ILM that might have been like a two-hour, hour-and-a-half movie type of documentary, like a one-episode, one-long-episode documentary on ILM. Okay. Um, and it might have actually been, I think it. now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been like a documentary on Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and how ILM changed right before, not changed, but... It's it's in this documentary as well. This is the tail end of this documentary because I watched. There's like eight episodes. I watched all of them because I love the behind the scenes stuff. I sure. love knowing how the how the uh, cake is made. Oh yeah, the, how the sausage. How is the made. sausage is made. Yeah. So like um, a chorizo picture of the sun. Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> um, so they did get into the Jurassic Park portion of it, but they also went into how George Lucas created ILM because there were no graphic studios out there at all right in 77 the ones that were out there were really bad and there was nothing that could handle what he wanted them to do so he's like fine i'll just and he, and he probably came to them with what he wanted to do and they laughed at him or said, yeah That's yeah and, he, and he's like well i'll show you yeah um so the first like four or five episodes are, are all through star wars and then it gets into indiana jones and then it gets into jurassic park and um it was really cool i liked the jurassic park part the best because they were originally going to do Jurassic Park with all stop motion. I heard that it would have been so bad, man. It wasn't too bad. They really? did show some of the clips of it. It wasn't okay. too bad, but I'm um, just picturing some like I don't know Tim Burton esque. Yeah, no, this was this was a lot better than the Tim Burton esque okay. and, and the original stop motion, very choppy, very you could tell it's stop motion, right. This was a much more advanced version of stop okay. motion, and they they showed a little bit of the. They the showed process? a little bit of the process, okay, yeah, I definitely and then that. and then is that in the new one or is that in the old? It's one? in the new okay. one, uh, and then the one guy, uh, I want to say his name is his nickname is Spanky, um, but he and this other guy who were the computer guys, Alfalfa, Alfalfa they <laughs> they 
they went and they did it on their own where they were like, let's make a T-Rex in the computer on our own and let's see what we can do. So then they basically like bamboozled the execs because they knew the execs were going to be walking through the, the screening room. Right. And while they were walking through this, they had a five second loop of a T-Rex just running as yeah. they walked in and they were like, wait, what's that? Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's just something we just put together real fast. Yeah, and they're like, no big deal. wait, that changes everything. And then immediately they said, you never saw a, uh, a company, a genre um, overnight go out a bit, not go out of business, but, but know that they're change completely changed model obsolete. Because uh, 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 he actually uses that line in Jurassic Park when he says something like, uh, like we are now extinct. You never saw somebody become extinct so quickly as the stop motion guys knew. When, like as soon yeah. as as soon as they saw this in computers, they were like, "Well, we're done. We're done." Yeah. Um. So what they actually wound up doing is they kept the stop motion guys. They train them. They some of them did go over to the computers. They train them to the computers, but they also use the stop motion as like a building ground for the computer guys to know this is what we want you to do. Now do this in the computer. I got you. Um. So they're still on board and. Like a lot of the stop motion guys were there from 77. Mm -hmm. um, and so they were, they're like, we're not going to fire you now right. because you've been with us for 30 years, but right. we're, we're going to reallocate you somewhere else. Huh. Um, so that's that. That, that was that. really good. I have some news of my own. Um, since it's the summertime, I start reading books. Love it's it. the only time that I read books is in the summertime. I because the weather is fine. The what I sit out front or at the pool and I read the Thrawn books. books. I really need to read. I've they're, heard they're great. So good. Yeah, so good. Timothy's on. I'm gonna really try to reach out to him and see if he'll come on the show. I've heard he's one of the better of the writers. Yeah, I, you know, and it's it's. I I've been recently trying to like because I I mostly do the audiobook thing because I'm on the motorcycle a lot and I'm right. in the car a lot and I just I find when I sit down with a book I'm like I get distracted. Um, so recently I've been trying to like, I, I need to get into some star Wars books, especially the new stuff. Okay. But like, I just don't, I never know where to start. There's so much. Yeah. Like I was thinking maybe the high Republic stuff, but I hear the Thrawn stuff is so great. So maybe I'll go into the Thrawn. The stuff. Thrawn stuff is so good. So last year I read the first of the Thrawn books and then I'm like, okay, knowing that Ahsoka's coming out and we're going to see more Thrawn. I was like, Oh, let me get another Thrawn book. So I, <laughs> I wound up reading treason second, which is the third book in the series. Okay. Didn't realize it until I was like a quarter of the way through. And then I look at the timeline in the beginning. They always have like a little map of the sure. timeline. And it says, uh, Thrawn, A New Dawn, Thrawn, Alliances, and then Thrawn, Treason in that order. And I was like, oh, I read the third one before I read the second one. But it was very good. Um, I love how smart they write Thrawn. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of his whole thing. Yeah. Is, is that he's just brilliant. How brilliant, brilliant he is, how calculated he is. He knows what you're going to do 10 steps before you do it, and he's planning things out. And uh, I was actually talking about podcasts. I was just on the Hub Crawl, which our friend Eric Johnson is a part of that as well. Uh, it's his second or third or fourth or I don't know how many. He's on like a gazillion podcasts. He's leading the league in, in podcasts. Um, you're getting close. I'm getting close, yes. So I was just on there as a guest, and we were talking about Thrawn and his other uh, co-host, uh, tag which he had a famous um, Disney Imagineer on it. She kept calling him Tage, so because his name is spelled T A G E, so she was calling him Tage. Okay. So uh, hey Tage, uh, but anyway, so we were talking about Thrawn and how like how smart he is and how advanced the guy is and stuff. So the treason one is really good. That's um, the second one. That's the third one. That's the third one. Okay. And there's a lot. Isn't there a lot of like. Thrawn plus Anakin stuff in one of them. That's the there's like Anakin and then as Darth Vader. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's alliances. That's the second one. Mm. And but one of the things that he was doing when uh, and I think it was in the alliance. It was in alliances. He was he explained differently how Anakin and Darth Vader use the force. He mm. was calling it, uh, I think, double vision where it was written in like italicized. It would say double vision. Shot to the torso, shot to the head, shot to the torso. So in the books, he's almost he used he's able to use the force to see what's happening in the future a couple seconds ahead of time. Hmm. So that's how he's able to move so quickly because he sees what happens before it happens. Right. 
So I thought that was fun that he he took it in that direction with being able to use the force that way. And the Alliance book was a lot of fun because in the same book, Thrawn and Anakin go to are on a mission, mm-hmm. and then fast forward, and then Thrawn, Thrawn and, and Vader. Vader are on a mission, and and it's it's fun how calculated they make Vader or how calculated he makes Thrawn and how impulsive he makes Vader. Mm-hmm. Even though Vader is the Lord Vader, you right. know, like Emperor and then him. But they almost make Vader look like the impulsive kind of the impulsive weaker one. Weaker one. They're yeah. yeah. More prone to their emotions. And yeah. Yeah. And he, he's very prone to his emotions, which is what we That's saw. That's kind of the dark side though, right? I think so, yeah, yeah, because the dark side thrives off of that negativity and that energy and those emotions and things Which like that. Which is interesting because, you know, Thrawn is not, so far as we know, Force-sensitive. Like, that's that's just not his thing. But, like, someone like him, I guess, I guess the dark side, when you think about different dark side users, it's all different, kind of different, right? Because, like, yeah, it feeds off emotion, but, like, someone like Dooku, right. he w- wasn't the same kind of dark side user no. as, like like a Vader who's like all rage and anger versus Dooku who's like disillusioned and, and yeah. And like, you know, so. I, and he used, he used, uh, I feel Dooku Doku used the dark side just to advance himself and learn more things. Right. Where Vader, yeah. Vader was just like, I'm angry at everybody. And that's how he was able to channel the dark side so much better. Really was just angry at himself. Just angry at himself. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's interesting. I don't know. Okay, but yeah, because yeah. it made me think about like, you know, if Thrawn were a force sensitive user, he would probably be a dark side user. He certainly would use it for whatever reasons he wanted to use it for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't like hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he's not someone who gives into his passions and his emotions. But I guess not every dark side user is. Right. Yeah. I don't it's know. Interesting. And uh, and the other thing that I thought was fun with both of these books is. He does talk about Batuu in it, which okay. is, you know, Star Wars land and yeah, Disney really, world. They're really pulling that, that yeah. Disney into it. So much so that when I was, I didn't even finish the the uh, Star Wars Allegiance when we were, we my son wanted to go to Barnes & Noble and I'm walking around and looking at all the Star Wars books and I saw the Black Spire book. Imagine. And I was like, well, I have to get this now sure. since I was just there. So now I started reading that one. So that's um, interesting so far. I mean, I'm I'm not very far into it, but the Thrawn books highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Um, yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna start with the Thrawn trilogy, and then I want to try and get into some of the High Republic stuff. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I've heard some good stuff about the High Republic stuff that's come out most recently. Mm-hmm. Um. And I really just like you know I think that's the direction Star Wars is going. It's going away from this. 80 year period that we've spent yeah. all this time on. Yeah. So I think they're trying to bring in. So I just, it'd be interesting. I've, uh, Star Wars Explained, which is a great, uh, YouTube channel. Uh-huh. If you've never been there, go to it. Um, they've been talking a lot about just, you know, how, you know, the, the High Republic era, it's supposed to be seen as like, oh, the Jedi at their peak, but really, like, as, as you see it, you start to see these cracks and like their hubris and like, okay, like all these things that are like, yeah, it's them at their peak, but not really. Not really. Like, there's, yeah. there's plenty going on. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of. Someone asked me that it, it was funny. I was at this social gathering and I, I don't like social gatherings, <laughs> they stress me out. Um, so my wife's friend, uh, and she actually listens to this. She's my friend too. She listens to this uh, podcast every now and then. She has this thing every year called Porch Fest, where okay. we go out, and we hang out on her porch, and okay. she's got a pool and stuff. So um, there were these dudes I've never met in my life before there. And again, don't like social situations. Kind of stresses me out, especially if I don't know you. And then they just—I mentioned the podcast, and they saw my tattoo. Okay. And then it was just full on question mode. It was like they were all looking at me, and I was like sitting there. <laughs> Like, you were like on panel. the panel. Yeah. yeah, you're on the panel. Yep. And and they <laughs> the question they asked me, and again, I felt awkward as hell because I'm like, what? Yeah. Who am I? But yeah, whatever. Like, um, I'm just a regular dude. Yeah. I'm just like I, I know too much about a particular subject. But yeah. anyway, they they asked me like if I thought that Star Wars was going too far into Marvel territory. Okay. And if I thought that they were like they were doing the, too much because the way they're expanding everything yeah. and then still overlapping as they're expanding. Mm-hmm. To which I responded. 
I don't think they're doing it too much. In fact, I think they're finally doing it right. Yeah. Like they're starting to finally get it. It took I, them too long. Right. Exactly. It, because it's been too uh, Skywalker centric mm-hmm. for all these years yep. that now finally like we don't need the Skywalkers in the series. I don't need to see anyone I've ever seen. It's a, it's a galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see a C3P in the background. Right. And I get why they do it. Mm -hmm. I really do. Cause like, it makes you feel excited. Like you, you, you get a connection with a character. And when you see that character, you get excited. Right. Um, but I saw multiverse of madness recently. Did I tell you? No. Um, have you seen it? Yes. Uh, I thought it was good. I think because of the nature of superhero movies, all the like regular superhero movies are done. Correct. We did the Captain America. Mm-hmm. We, so now they're just by the virtue of how things go. If you're going to continue with comic books, they're going to get progressively more silly and progressively more outlandish. Yes. And weird. Um, I didn't think Multiverse of, Ma- Multiverse of Menace was bad. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was silly. Okay. A lot of over the top stuff. I thought it was all, like Wanda was rad. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, we're going to get weirder and more, but like, Star Wars doesn't have to get that way. No. You know what I mean? Star Wars, like, we don't have to base it on the comics. There's no comics that come before it. We can just keep coming out. Because Star Wars can just be characters about life and humans yeah. and, and, like, good versus evil. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to follow a trajectory. You know, uh, Wanda didn't already become the Scarlet Witch, so we have to blow up her powers even more. You right, know what I mean? right, like, exactly, yeah. We can tell stories in... The Outer Rim about the Jedi or, or not even Jedi. How about some Force users out there who are living on their own? Yeah, or even like the Black Spires where it's just people living mm-hmm. on the outer, outer, outer rim. Like Black Spire Outpost is the edge of civilization before we get to the outer planets, that mm-hmm. the uninhabited part. So it's like we don't need to... It can just be somebody who's really good at what they do. Like Mandalorian. I yeah. mean, like, there's, I mean, it's getting into obviously the territory of Jedi and stuff, but first season Mando is just a gunslinger. Yeah. Basically not involved in the rest of the galactic plot, but like just a dude who was pretty rad and told a cool story. That can be done in a lot of different ways. So I, yeah. I, I think that. And I, think, I guess we probably said it before on the podcast, like it, they should have been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right when the sequel trilogy came out, there should have been a, you know, a Kevin Feige sort of person who had the keys to the truck. Yeah. And like you couldn't do anything with the that truck unless he turned the, you know, turned the keys. Yeah. Uh, it looks like now they're doing that more with Dave Filoni and John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, um, she's well. She's the head of Star Wars yeah. now, so she was all over ILM also mm-hmm. in oh, the yeah? ILM special. Yeah, really. Yeah, because she she came up with um, I guess like S- Steven Spielberg in the um, Indiana Jones and things like huh. that. So um, it was interesting seeing a young Kathleen Kennedy and yeah. seeing all all of them young, like S- Spielberg and Lucas when they're in their like twenties and thirties, and um, so it, it was that it, it was it was really cool scene. So yeah, so that's where she came from there and has has evolved in the head of Star Wars. But I feel like me personally that. Filoni and Favreau are more the creative sure. masterminds, mm-hmm. and she's just writing the check to them, going, "Yeah, just just Let's keep hope. going." Yeah, that's that's all I can hope. That's all I can hope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They haven't let me down yet. No, Book of Boba Fett was. I, you know, the more I look back, I have to look. I have to watch it again because, like, I I I haven't watched it since the first time I've watched it. Okay. Um, and I like look back on it with like a kind of a bummed, but, but like there were good stuff. I need to. I just need to watch it again. I just think there was too many like so. Um, when I was on the hub crawl, I was actually talking about this because the one person said she really liked the Obi Wan series, and I said I think she's not a hardcore Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and I said I think the non-hardcore Star Wars fans who are in their thirties to forties to fifties really liked Obi Wan because they knew Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. They knew him from the original trilogy, or even or if the they watched prequels, episodes one, yeah. two, three, you know, they knew Obi-Wan. So they were like, oh, this is a person that I know. This is the person that I can relate to. The hardcore Star Wars fans are like, give me more. Yep. You know, and I think looking back on it, if we, if they would have given us a young Boba Fett, the Boba Fett that was told no disintegration. Right. Like, why was Boba Fett the most feared bounty hunter 
Hunter in 1983 during uh, Empire Strikes Back. Right. Like, if we got those backstories of Boba Fett, it doesn't have to be, like, character building. Just him going off and just capturing people young and whatever. That would have been really cool as well. Right. Which is why I think the new Boba Fett, the dad bod Boba Fett that we saw, wasn't as good because they really wanted to keep Tamora Morrison sure. in it. And you could tell, I mean, he's he's older, so he doesn't have the flexibility and maneuverability that he did so it was more um fennec shan sure but you know think about that first scene when we see tamira morrison fight in mandalorian season two like there's so much rad yeah. action mm-hmm. like more when he, he think, was he was wearing like the skirts or whatever yeah, and he was, and he was just swinging around the, yeah. the gaffy stick yeah but then even then when he put on the suit for the first time they turned him into a superman yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was so rad. It was. And I was just like, for some reason, Book of Boba Fett came and they went, we made him too powerful. Let's let's charge him down. Oh, and let's also make these speeders go three miles an hour. <laughs> three mile hour speeder. <laughs> we're going to have, I'm still have salty a about Vespa, that. <laughs> a Vespa uh, chase scene. Yeah, yep. that was the worst idea ever was that horribly slow chasing. So, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more news and some of the news that we're going to get into mostly is what's coming up next. So let's close out the news. Noise. Noise. Let's take a quick commercial break, which never turns out to actually be a commercial break. It just yeah. turns out to be us sitting here awkwardly two and seconds about of awkwardness and talking then... about the product that we were going to buy. <laughs> exactly. And we'll be right back. I'm not going to buy that product. I will not. I don't. Uh, that sounds bad. It I don't does. know why they would even. Why no, would you even advertise that? Like, like I feel insulted that they would make us advertise that. Do you think that we could get in trouble for this? Probably. If, there's that, actually, like, if anyway, there is a commercial in there. They're going to the, write us a yeah, this the, is like, you're, that's it. You're out. You're deplatformed. Yeah. Gone. You're gone. You, you insulted your own commercial. Uh, we didn't think there was going to be one. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you oh, know, in uh, in eight years when we get our 16-cent advertisement revenue That's check, right. uh, we can complain. <laughs> we sure can. Until so, then. So we've got, until then, a lot of Star Wars things on the horizon. Yes, and one that just came out, which I didn't watch today. I should have. I didn't even know it was coming out. you got to tell me about this. The uh, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Uh, is this the kind of parody on the the the? Holiday special? Because I heard it's, they were doing a Lego holiday special. It's like the Lego holiday special. Uh, a Scarif-centered beach bash. So this is the Scarif. article. Oh, that's not good. That place gets destroyed. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, what's the name of the the uh, planet or city that you always talk about? Narshada. Narshada. It's a moon on Al- Nalhada. It, uh, it's in one of the books that I was reading. I kept reading Is it Narshida. really? I was like, yes. Of course. I was like, They're I putting in all the things but the shows. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. One so, of these days, we're going to see Narshada on screen, and I'm just going to retire. And you're just going to, you're done. Gonna like, done. Finally. <laughs> they finally listened to us. That's it. They finally listened to Speaking of listening to us, um, Eric from... Uh, Supreme, Supreme Taco, Taco Resort. Supreme Resort. Yeah. yeah, he he was guest hosting on Ears Up in Depth because Jeremy couldn't do it, so he was in there. He was throwing out all these little things that they talk about on his podcast and some things that like we talk about on our podcast. And Jason had no clue. And I texted Eric afterwards and I said, I think you and I are the only two (laughs) that listen to everybody's podcast on Ears Up. And he said uh, RGH does as well. So to Eric and RGH, what up, my peoples? Oh, you know who does listen a lot? Johnny Jalopy does listen a lot. Joppy Jalani. Yeah, because uh, every time I watch his, his live stream on Monday nights of him drawing cartoon cars, you should check it out on Facebook. Um, he always throws a uh, throws a shout out to us, and Aww, and he's like, "Hey, he goes, oh, I was listening to the latest episode, and and uh, Rob was talking about his time in in uh, in Batu and Disney World, Rock and on. his wife was like, "Wait, 
he was down here because they live in Florida. Oh, man, you should have called him up. Well, we were going to, but I was only there for three days, and they were away and whatever. Next so next time. Well, if you're listening, Johnny, yep. good to have you listening. Good Thanks to have for you listen. the shout-outs. Yeah. Go check out Joppy Jelani, as I like to call him, but Johnny Jalopy. Johnny Jalopy on uh, Facebook Sketchy Live. Sketchy Live. Sketchy Live. Yeah, it's fun. He draws cartoons live, and they, they read everything in the comments, and, and uh, so it's good times. It's a good hang. So uh, the Lego Star Wars, this is from Star Wars's website on August 5th, so this just a couple days ago. The creative hot team, the hot off the presses, hot. The creative team behind the Lego Star Wars holiday special and the Lego Star Wars terrifying tales, which was fun. Did you watch either of those? No, I need to get on the, oh my the gosh. some of the the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. So first off, I love the I I love the Lego Star Wars games, mm -hmm. even though I haven't played the latest one at all. Trey did. I did not. Yeah, I, I thought I saw it on the on your TV a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. Then they they made these you know cartoon comedy specials. Right. Both of them were very funny. Terrifying Tales is is a, a Halloween, Halloween one, and then the holiday special was was very funny as well. Uh, have always hoped to make a trilogy of animated specials, and director Ken Cunningham really hoped the third installment could fulfill his dreams of helming a rollicking musical. With the release of Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation today on Disney+, Plus, the third special in the, ter in the trifecta arrives, complete with two musical numbers. Oh, boy. Including, I think we need to get these on that fancy board of yours. Right. Including a new song sung by Weird Al Yankovic. I did see that Weird Al was listed in the credits. That is awesome. Right. Set in the time after Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the story follows Finn and his friends on a luxury vacation aboard the Halcyon Star Cruiser. All right, all right. So you know Finn paid at least $5,000. Five grand, <laughs> dropping the five Gs just to be there. But instead of relaxing with a good book or enjoying the pool, Finn spends his time fretting about the future, which spurs visits from... Three forced ghosts who impart crucial lesson lessons upon uh, the young force sensitive are we, hero. Are we saying this is like a like a Christmas Carol Christmas sort of a thing? Carol, yes. All right, but in the summer. But in the summer, yes. Right. Um. So there we go. So I'm not going to keep reading the whole article. It's it's much longer than any fake article on some slapped together website where it's uh, three sentences and 41 links and ads. Which so, is most, most websites anymore. Yes, yes. Even so, Google. Even Google. Oh, my gosh. Google's the worst now. Yes. Got to go through three layers of ads just to get to relevant search info. Just to get to what you actually wanted to get to. That's literally why I started using Google. Right, because you didn't have to do all that, and now you do that as well. Oh, boy. So check that out. I'm, I'm going to actually watch it tonight on uh, while I'm laying in bed falling asleep. So. Wow. Think about me falling asleep watching this. Think about tonight when you're when you're you're safe and warm in the mm -hmm. in the comfort of your own bed. Think about Rob in the comfort of his own bed. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this. That's that is <laughs> correct. That's how I was with the with the iPad, but it was I didn't have enough room over here for it. Yep. So I'm happy that you have it now. Yeah, so it's, it's just gonna all, be a lot of fun. All right there. All right, so Andor is coming out next, but it has been pushed back. To when? It's September now. It was supposed to come out in August, yeah. but now it's September 21st. All right. It was supposed to come out August uh, August 31st, Yeah. but now it's coming out on September 21st, and three episode premiere starting on okay. September 21st. So they're, they're keeping with the uh, Star Wars tradition. Hey, we know we said we were going to come out now, but we'll give you... Th like, why can't... Yeah. So it's... I think because they they don't want to push back all their other series but like if they if they just pushed it back one week right then they could do three episodes one at a time yes and it would be the same as releasing three at once four weeks later right well what I heard was Disney plus has a lot of new stuff coming out oh I see and August 21st there's uh, some Marvel something was coming out some other Disney plus TV series is coming out hmm. so um, they didn't want everything coming out all at once because then people subscribe for a month and cancel so this way they're going to make you linger excuse me with your subscription by giving you Marvel stuff for three weeks and then hitting you with Star Wars stuff after that. So the mouse will get you every time. The mouse will get you. So, Andor, 12 episodes according to this website. 
That's very long in terms of live action Star Wars. Yes. Um, now three of them being in one episode, right, I wonder if it's going to be a quarter an, of them all at once. Yeah, if it's going to be an hour and a half, or if it's going to be a little bit longer. Man. But it follows Diego Luna, Cassian, uh, Cassian Andor five years before the events of Rogue One. Yeah, it looks it looks rad, man. Like there's there's shots of like Mon Mothma. Yes. In the, in the trailer, there's just there's all these really cool like almost like aristocratic like parties like in Coruscant by the looks of it. And it's like, you know, with Mon Mothma, you know, like she's this high ranking, uh, you know, uh, imperial. She's like a high ranking in the, in the empire. So like, I, don't, I think it'll be cool to see that other side of the empire, like the aristocracy and the, you know, the, the subterfuge happening within like those sort of ranks. Right. Right. So I have the trailer if you want to, yeah, I do gotta, we want to watch it? Yeah, let's watch. I forget how. Let's see how we can do it. I got to. I'm sharing it with you. Yeah, but I got to figure out how to do it on the OBS. Hold on. And There's another window. Person. Is it in my VOD? Yeah, no. Video. So I have highlighted you. It's working. Hold up. Now I got to figure out. How to do it. I want to make sure that the audio that is was working. a little loud. Can we it was. I'm going to lower that. Yes. All right. Speaking of how the sausage is made, now if I hide that, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it like this. We're we're not all together that technological. I, I sprung this on Nick right now, so it's all go. top Boom. secret. Here we go. All right, so we're gonna watch the latest trailer from Andor and stopping it quite frequently to talk about what we're seeing here. Well, what we're seeing right here is some mountains and a river. It's all these separatists. This is still very loud. Yeah, real loud. There we go. Uh, this is a rad shot. Yeah. That Star and, Destroyer. Okay, so you see a bunch of Separatists running around on uh, in a mountain of some planet. Um, and then you see the giant Star Destroyer flying overhead. and Which is interesting because it's, it's inside the atmosphere. Normally they don't come down inside the atmosphere as often. But it's just showing, like, this is... Since this is five years before when we saw Andor the movie, um, or Rogue One the movie, this is the very beginning of the rebellion. So they're not all together the way they were when we watched in episode four of the movie, of A New right. Hope. A New Hope, everything was already established at that point. It is interesting because I feel like we've now gotten maybe three or four different angles of the beginnings of the rebellion you know yeah. it's like jedi fallen order we see the beginnings of the rebellion and in rogue one we see the beginnings of the rebellion yeah and in um rebels we uh -huh. see the beginnings of the yeah. rebellion like it's, it's just really interesting all the different angles that they come at the beginnings yeah. of the rebellion at different stages so i don't i don't mind that because it was a bunch of small sure. pockets of people who were trying to resist sure. the empire and so we're seeing all these little pockets and now eventually they're all going to get together. But so far we're seeing little things. So sure. I don't mind it too much. I think if we keep going through this again and again and again, it's like, okay, I get it. Right. You know, like at that point, like you said, time for the new Republic or, you know, where it's something different. Yeah. I get, but I get, I mean, you think about it, there's 20 years of on really on, mm -hmm undiscovered un uninvestigated stuff happening in the in the galaxy there's yeah. plenty of stuff to do yeah yeah and it is like you said a giant galaxy so sure. we can look at it from all different angles and we see a, from the empire a giant um, like, a, like a salt mine or something yeah like a mine of or maybe some a sort spice mine or something uh could be i don't know it's could a mine of some sort whatever they're doing uh and Cassin andor says to steal from the empire I mean, you see, you see, it looks like a young, super young. I love this. I love that shot. We get the the Senate, the Senate with all the pods, and you can see the one. Clearly, they've been re, you know, reconstituted and repaired since the fight in there. And then the Empire. Well, okay, so the Republic logo and the Empire logo were very similar, except the Empire logo took away two of the lines of the asterisk. Okay. 
So I can't tell behind him if this is the Republic logo. It looks like it. Like it almost looks like it looks like it's an Empire um, uniform that he's right. wearing. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell if so fat and satisfied. This is what I'm talking about here. Like this, like when he's talking about so fat and satisfied. Like yeah. All these like high ranking officers just like hobnobbing. And- just hobnobbing, thinking that they're all better than everybody else because they are. They're so fat and satisfied, like he said. And then you see the kid. Not someone like me. Would ever get into their house. Would ever get inside their house. And then you see him. And oddly enough, they did make him look younger. Yeah. Than he did in in the five years ago or whatever movie. Right, the movie that, yeah, and the (laughs) movie that was five years ago that it came out. And this movie, this series takes place five years years before. before. So he's 10 years younger than he really is. Yep. Uh, I just hope they don't over CGI him yeah, to the point that they've been, you, they've been not so good at that. Yeah, that it looks bad. Yeah, um, yeah it so, doesn't look so bad here. So no, so this is him sneaking into yeah, the clearly empire. He is like an, a spy here. Yes, Cassian Ander. Scarsgard is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. So, uh, what was that guy's name? Stellan Skarsgård. Yes. So he's he's part of the Republic, right? The the yeah. Uh, he was in Rogue One. He was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so he's talking to Cassian, and I then guess we recruiting him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and then this girl, I forget what her name is. I don't know. But uh, they talked about her. She's running from something we don't know what she's running from she's got her hands up she's got her hands up and there's there's a, a law enforcement guy behind her you can tell he's not an empire um yeah, he's not like a stormtrooper stormtrooper or, or anything but he's definitely like a local uh police officer sure. that's probably hired by the empire and they have these locals taking care of things so that way they don't have to cool ships coming what I'm down is this wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? September 21st. It's a lie. No, that's that's not a lie. No, that's, that's the, the right though, date. Right? Yeah, right. the September 21st is the new date. Um, so that ship there, there's a, a, a picture of a ship. If you watch the ILM, there's a lot of Ralph McQuarrie mm-hmm. drawings of... Um, the Millennium Falcon. Okay, is that an original concept? And for- that's uh, yeah. And so originally it was going to be a lot more linear than the round one that we have now. Sure. But then they talked about there was another movie that came out while they were developing Star Wars, and in that movie it was a space movie. It had it a like that. It looked like that. They so then he was different. like, "You have to go back and do something else." So it wasn't um, Ralph McQuarrie who designed it, but the guy who designed it, he was he was being interviewed during this ILM uh, special, and he was trying to figure out all different things, and it was really neat. He goes, he was uh, he looked like in his kitchen or something, and he saw two bowls, and he was like, oh, if I put those two bowls on top of each other, that'll make a round ship instead. And then he starts drawing the round, and then he goes, but I know George isn't going to want a round ship; he's like going to look too much like a UFO. Yeah. So then he drew like the points on the front. So he's like, okay. And then he's like, the one thing that they did want was the cockpit Mm -hmm. because Ralph's cockpit was really, really cool design. So he's like, okay. So he had all, he had three different drawings of the cockpit. One with it in between the the two spires that stick out of the front. Right. One that was on the left-hand side, the way Americans drive. Right. And then one that was on the right-hand side, the way British drive. And as he drew these three, he said he was going to take them all to George, see which one George wanted the most. And he goes, I knew he was going to want the one that was right-hand drive because it was different than the way Americans drive. And sure enough, that's the one that he picked. Interesting. So this one. Yeah, I got to watch that freaking. Yeah, it's really good. So this one is very uh, reminiscent of the original drawing of the Millennium Falcon. I need all the heroes I can get for the greater good. Saul Guerrero's in this. Yeah, and so that the guy with the the mask on, I forget what with the two yeah, tubes. There's, there's a specific he has a race. Name. I forget what the yeah. name of that race is because there was a Plo Kloon, I believe, was the name of the the Jedi who had the same uh, stuff. But um, he was that specific character was definitely in Rogue One. Yes. with uh, Saul Guerrero. Yeah, and I like <laughs> Saul Guerrero. 
even in uh, Rebels, did we see Saul Guerrero? Uh, in with, Rebels, in in Rebels with, or was he in Clone Wars? I know we saw him in the cartoon. He I think was, we saw him in both. Okay, I know he was in Clone Wars, but I think he was also in Rebels. And didn't he have more and more prosthetics added yes. to him over time? For sure. So, and it's in this one, in this preview, let's call it. You can see him. He doesn't have the mask, have the tubes, the and tubes stuff and had, stuff going yeah. into his mask. Yet. I wonder if maybe we'll see the injuries that he that gets he, that. That make him have to do that. That would be pretty cool. And that would be something that we would see knowing that when we saw him in Rogue One, he had the breathing tube. Um, so, the Keldor, by the way, is the name of that species. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, yes. This scene is really cool. I like the... Um, yeah, wow. Look at those. Those masks are star, Stormtrooper reminiscent. Yes, they have. <laughs> and a little Kylo Ren reminiscent, too. A little Kylo Ren-ish. Little stormtrooper-ish, and it's like the goggles are up on top of their head. They didn't pull them down over their faces yet, and their faces are definitely much more exposed. Well, if we've known, learned anything about stormtrooper armor, it's <laughs> that it's super durable. Yes. So it what is. we need to do is remove more of it. That's right. To get make it lighter. Yeah. Make it make yeah, it. We easier need less to... uh, armor and less protection. So it's funny in alliances, Thrawn alliances, they talk about um, the stormtrooper armor a little bit. I'm not going to give it away. Sure. But there's definitely a thing that they uh, that they talk about in there, and uh, it made me laugh because every time a stormtrooper gets shot once, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. He, <laughs> he explodes, falls down, and 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 they're done. It is funny with the Thrawn books; they do you do root for the Empire because sure. you're rooting for Thrawn. Yeah, because he's the main character. He's, he's the protagonist. The, yeah, and but they're they're they make the stormtroopers out to be like. Good, yeah. good at their job. Yeah, but in every movie, the stormtroopers are horrible at their job. Well, it's like when you're watching Breaking Bad and you're like rooting for for Walter White, and you're yeah. like, "Why am I rooting for this guy? Why am I rooting for this guy? This guy's a horrible, <laughs> He's the worst horrible guy. person." Oh boy. Um, what was the? Oh, uh, what was the latest Jason Bateman? Uh, Ozark. Ozark. Did you watch Ozark? I have not. My parents are really into it. Okay, so Ozark. You're <laughs> in season one. You're like, oh. Poor guy, like he got he got drug into this. Season two, I'm watching and I'm going, okay, this is ridiculous. Like this guy didn't even want really want to be here, and now he's like turning into like a boss, mm -hmm. you know. And then by the end of it, I don't know how many seasons there were, but I watched. I think the last season was like four fourth season, and they split up in the two halves. Like Netflix normally releases everything at once. Right. They want they they need you to uh, subscribe for a second month. Sure, so they, they pushed Cash it back. Cow. Yeah. Um, by the end of it, you're like, no, these people are just awful, awful people. Yep. <laughs> like yep. they're just. When did that happen? When did that? When did they become such jerks? Like such evil, awful people. So yeah, uh, back to the stormtrooper esque fighters. Uh, and the other thing that I do find interesting with this in this very quick clip that we see, there's probably fifty of these uh, Empire people, and. In the next clip, you see like two or three resistance people like fighting against them, and it went by so fast. And he just like ran into it. He just tried to run it through there. It almost looked like they were like riot police. They yeah, had riot shields. Uh huh. So I'm wondering if maybe there's like a local protester. This is this is about to get all sorts of yeah, real life, real life, very political. Yeah, people yeah. are gonna be angry. They're gonna be very <laughs> angry. How how could you do this at this time? In this time. <laughs> With this uh, going on right now. Star Wars. I go to Star Wars to get away from politics. And now it's all about politics. I hate Shut to tell up. you, watch the first three. Shut up. <laughs> the first three movies were all nothing it's but all politics. It's all politics. It's all politics. <laughs> all right, so three um, uh, troop carriers flying down to a planet. They're fermenting out there, son. Pockets are fermenting. Uh, by the way, I do want to point out, this had to have been a, like a conscious choice okay. that they are bringing back specifically the 1970s facial hair and hairstyles. Oh, Some right. of these military officers, yes. like Imperial officers, legitimately have like 70s mutton chops and the shit. The mutton chops, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> clearly just like, like as like a, hey, they had them in the first movie, let's mm -hmm. try and make it make sense. So I, Let's I, try and make for it. For whatever reason, I saw that and went, all right, that, I like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so, 
And I know that guy was a young version of somebody that we know. Yep, had to be. He's got a Wikipedia page somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to find out that he was this guy that was in, in these other movies. And even uh, the right where I paused it, these fighters here, uh, one of them is like an ape-like Yeah, creature. he's got like a like a... Almost like a monkey-like yeah. visage. Sure, uh, he's got like the longer face, and he's got almost hairy-looking arms. And and the one guy looks like uh, Richard Pryor. He does look a little, but he's <laughs> he, and he's got the mutton chop like that. The, yeah, the seventies beard. The Fu yeah, the, the Fu Manchu mustache. And the other guy has got just like the almost like an eighties mustache. The total eighties Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really they're really, they're really for period hairstyles and facial definitely, hair. Definitely, definitely pushing for that that time in, in history. And then did you notice the Imperial everywhere there's Imperial it's like all white and mm-hmm. pristine. Yep. And then the uh the resistance people are all dirty and, yep. and whatever. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just I like been that. hiding for too long. There's Mon Mothma. So now we see Mon Mothma <coughs> in the Imperial Senate. And I like what she says coming up next. As long as everyone thinks, everyone I'm, thinks I'm an irritation, an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. Sure. I love that line because you know that she becomes the the head of the resistance mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, the Republic or whatever, the the good guys, the Rebel Alliance. The Rebel Alliance. Yeah. So it's awesome that she's trying to play both angles of this. And it's cool seeing Stellan Skarsgård's character because, like, I didn't even put together that maybe he's, like, an aristocrat, too. Right. I always saw him, at, like, in Rogue One. He was yeah. that kind of jerky general guy. But mm-hmm. in this, he's putting on a ring. He's putting on his thing. He's slipping. So, like, clearly he's got this this public front he puts on. Right. And he's getting tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I wonder, like, you know, rebellions aren't cheap. So, so he might be bankrolling. He it. might be bankrolling in, and even Mon Mothma, we see her. She looks very uh, well off in this. So I wonder if she's helping bankroll it as well. Speaking of uh, something, just popped in my head. I just want to point. Uh, I don't know if it was posted in our Sacred Jedi text group or somewhere else, but my wife told me about a post that really like made me think, and it was that Ben Solo, ben Solo. was both a Prince of Alderaan, correct, a Prince of Naboo. Correct. The son of a uh, like a like a drug dealer. Yes. Um, the heir to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And he's dead, so we cannot we cannot explore any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> They're all such interesting and cool things. Like that's so such cool. A, such a great lineage, and then and he was a dead. jerk, and he's and dead. He's dead, and, and, and now all these interesting things we can't explore. We can't explore any of it. We can't yeah. explore him going to any of these places and going, doing any of these things. Yeah. It's a bummer. Anyway, it is. Well, maybe we'll have another flashback of uh, the time when young Ben Solo, sure, sure, hanging out with uh, CGI um, mom. Princess Leia and CGI Han Solo. Sure. And maybe Jar Jar. Why and not? Jar Jar. Why yeah, why not? So, yeah, all hanging out together, all on Naboo. Not Alderaan, probably. Not Alderaan. I don't think Alderaan. Uh, uh, so, I wanted to write a book, speaking of Alderaan, as like a person from Alderaan, talking about just like normal people in the galaxy. A person from Alderaan goes on vacation to another country, to another planet. Narshadah, maybe. Narshadah. Right. Goes, goes to gamble a little Once bit. The, it's the, the Vegas of the yeah. Star Wars. I'm gonna <laughs> or I guess w- that would be, what was the place from uh, episode? Oh. Uh, Canto yeah. Bite. Yes. Canto yes. Bite. Went to Canto Bite. So he goes to Canto Bite. Is, that, is there hanging out, you know, winning some money. And then it comes over the news that Alderaan is gone. Wait, what? And then because of this, this person... Also, it's another backstory into the start of the of the rebellion. Okay, um, because they're angry now that they blew up his home world, and now he's going to start his own little pocket and uh, start fighting the empire in his own little way. I'll tell you if uh, if Gina Carano hadn't lost it and and, and, yeah. and messed up her her role here, that could have been her. 
You know what I mean? Like she was. It all totally could have been. She was. She was. They were leaning. They were going for that because yep. she was Alderanian. Yeah, that's true. She could have been that person. Damn it, Gina. Gina, I had it all written. There's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? What are you really doing? I'm Wouldn't sitting like in this nice luxurious chair with this giant chandelier over top of me. That's yeah. what I'm doing. That must be a lot of money. Must be a lot of money. That was a cool droid. droid. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but they're going to make little, little like, you can make that at a yep. Star Wars World at and Disney it, soon, yep, I'm sure. It's going to be at Disney World, and there's going to be 50 of them, uh, different versions of it, um, at Christmas time that you can get. A square droid. Kind of looks, looks like, like he opens up a little at the top. Yeah, it kind of looks like almost like R2-D2's hiding inside of a box, but it it's It reminds not. me of those, when I was a kid, there were the uh, Happy Meal toys that were like, it was a French fry, like McDonald's okay. French fries, but uh-huh. then you can open them up into into like a little transformer thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. It does look like the, the yeah. French fry box yeah. transformer. There you go. This Witness the beginning. That was Clea. cool. This yeah. is, who's Clay? I guess we'll find out. Who I Clea guess we'll is. find out. This is what revolution looks Clea. like. And did you even notice when she was wearing the gown that was very um, like a... Uh, Anakin's Nabooian Nabooian very yeah, Nabooian like, uh, Amidala, uh, Amidala. Princess Amidala yeah wow that's real why can't I think of her name Padme wow. Padme yeah <laughs> very Padme-ish yes. I'm tired of losing I really <laughs> like his accent man yeah it's just very pleasant to listen to it is very pleasant I'm to listen to I'm tired of losing I want him to just read me bedtime stories <laughs> Nick it is time for bed it is time for <laughs> this is the story of the little duck. Rob is going to be upstairs, and he's going to be thinking about uh, Diego oh, Luna Legos. reading uh, uh-huh. Thrawn to him. Yes, uh, and and you know what's fun with reading Thrawn books is when when he when it's a dialogue, I say it in my head the way Thrawn would say it. Ah, all right. It does take me much longer, longer to sure, read. Yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's he's a pretty uh, slow talker. He's he, a very slow talker. Yeah. Oh. My wife would have been done the book in two days. It takes me a week and a half because I'm reading it the way Thrawn would say. Listen, Vader, this is what we're going to do. Okay, that guy. I thought when I first saw that, that was Maz Kanata. That's what I thought, too. Like, I had to go back and look again. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're going to see Maz. Now, does Maz have four arms? Yeah. Uh... Oh, you know, I don't know that she does. Because I'm looking at it now and I see two extra arms yeah, here. Yeah, dude definitely and has four arms. doesn't that dude laying down look like the guy from your video game? Kind of does look like Cal Kestis. It looks like Cal Kestis down now, there? Now, in that video game, I mean, it doesn't really look like him, but there is a four-armed dude named Grease who is his uh, shipmate. Okay. And he's the one who owns the ship and who okay. like, flies the ship, so... I don't know, man. Maybe that's yeah. So when the, I first I'm saw the timeline, though, because this is five years before Rogue One, Rogue One, which puts it after Obi Wan. Which okay, so Cal Kestis would be out there. Yeah, I mean that's possible, man. Hold, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about it either until I just saw him frozen sitting there. So the only thing that it's just the the forearm guy does not look like Grease. So like I would if if that looked because Grease is green. And he kind of like kind of squat and stuff. So okay. if that was Grease, then like that would totally be it. But maybe they're just maybe that's the thing. They don't want to give it away. Who knows? But Who knows? It could be. I'd love again. I've been waiting to see him in live action. They use an actor for the for the voice like yeah. for the motion capture like yeah. a, a, an established actor. There was a, there was an actor there that they used the whole body for, and, and then for, they just CGI'd over top of yeah, it. Yeah. So you would think that they would use him in live action. If yeah. They could. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, so we'll see who yeah, any of those like people getting, are. Looks like he's getting some medical work done. It sure does, by four hands. Yeah. So he's getting a lot of work done quickly. Sure is. And then fighting, 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 fighting. Fighting, fighting, TIE fighter fighting. He's Diego in a Luna ship. Fighting. He's looking for uh, the eject button. Where is it? And we talked about this last time. Oh. I love the way the O in oh, Andor yeah. is a different color than the rest of the letters in Andor. Um, so that's the end of the preview, streaming September 21st. Three episodes streaming on September 21st. So that's very exciting. Yeah, man. Um, now let me try and see if I can get our, our images back up on. Yes. Get rid of that on uh, my hand. Now you half. can see Rob. Hi. Let's see if you get. Oh, 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 oh. There's that. 
There I am. Look at that. Look there at we us. Go. We're back. And we're back. And All right. And that's and that's Andor, man. We're that's really excited Andor. about it. We have over a month left. Yes. Um, there's a lot more coming out. Maybe maybe next week we'll we'll do like a preview show of some of the other things we can talk about our uh, our our guesses and our predictions for. Right. So one of the things that I do want to talk about because we talked about it on the hub crawl last week. So. Okay. Check out the Hub Crawl. It's uh, it's a fun. It's a roundtable discussion. There's four, the two main hosts, and they have two guests on every week. Everybody brings one question about Disney. It can be anything Disney, Star Wars. Um, they actually haven't gotten into any Marvel stuff, but I think it's only because it's mostly been Disney Park-centric. Okay. Uh, but there has been some Star Wars questions in there as well. Um so I was talking to, we were talking about it, and um, Tag was saying their producer has an idea for the Lando series, okay, which is coming out sometime in 2023 or 2024. We don't really know yet. But what his suggestion was, and tell me what you think of this. I thought it was a great idea. Okay. Billy D. Williams is the announcer. He's Like the narrator? He's the narrator. And he's sitting there, who knows where, but he's talking about- In a bar In a bar somewhere. Surrounded by people. Surrounded by people. And he's talking about things that he did. And now we know how how Lando is. He's very over the top. He uh, elaborates a lot on his stories. So it would be Billy D. Williams talking about what he did in this time, at this mission, in this whatever- and then it would be Donald Glover actually doing, doing it, it while Billy D's talking about it. I like and it. instead of it being like what really happened, it's Lando's like Lando's version. version of what happened. I like that. So it's way over the top. It'd be kind of cool too if they had if they had like like a Statler and Waldorf sort of like a someone to counter like that's not what happened. <laughs> that would be fun. And then you get like a like a, the different version, <laughs> yeah. like the real version or something. I don't know. Like a um when the robot his oh, co-pilot l337 yeah if she was like but she it can't she's because dead. she's now she's now <laughs> but she's, in, the, she's the falcon but now, yeah. yeah she's in the falcon now but it would be funny if she was like and she would be perfect at it because yep. she was very like you're an idiot yep. type of like mentality but yeah she i like would, that she'd be like that's not what happened and then and then it goes over it all over again with what really happened and, and this Lando time just getting crapped on and, and it's her saving the yep. day instead that and would i be can re- see donald glover just like just like he did in in solo like where he has that that charm and stuff but uh-huh. the second stuff gets real he's like oh, what do I, do? <laughs> I, I like that idea yeah. that's a good idea so i, I said to, i when when tag told me about it i said uh Yes, I was like, tell producer James to for it. get on that because Love they it. need they need to make him a writer on this and and definitely handle that. Love so, it. so that's that. So that that's our that. breakdown of Andor yeah. plus books. So if you haven't read any of the Thrawn books, definitely get on check it. Them I'm going to get, get on, on it, it for Nick's sure. Definitely going to get on. Um, it. If you're an audiobook reader like me, you know, go on Audible, get something there. Uh, do what you got. I'm actually going to read the book to Nick. Yeah. Yes. He's going to come <laughs> over to my house once a night, uh-huh. about a half hour, read read me a bedtime story. That's right. Well, every pat time, me on the head. Every time you get on the bike, I'm going to call you, and it's just going to be That'd in That'd be nice. Ear. I'll just yeah. call Rob. Uh-huh. Rob will open it up. I'll and open I'll up. Chapter three. <laughs> I like that. You just volunteered yourself, <laughs> just my vol- friend. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, I'll have to you know, talk like... Do Every time I do that, Rob gets scared. I, I do it. get scared. It does it does a peek in my ear. But I could also do it like this. Oh, yeah, oh. where nobody hears it. Oh, that's there. You got to have a whole bunch of them over and over and over again. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. I did it. I Hold on. I got to stop that. I yeah, didn't mean stop to do that. it. We got <laughs> I learned how. Luckily, it's quiet, so yep. we don't hear it too much. I forgot I, I kept that on one of the buttons That's that was right. out of the way. Anyway. Anyway, so since you hit that button, let's do it real fast. Uh, check us out on all of our social yeah, media. Social meds. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We're not going to tell you how to get to anything. No, you just got to look for us. Just yeah. got to look for We're us. We're Bantha Milk Podcast on two of those, and Bantha Milk <laughs> on another one. You'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure um, it out. Check us out really on our Facebook page or Facebook group. Uh, groups, Facebook.com slash group slash Sacred Jedi Text yeah, is where you can out. chat with us and hang That's with right. us and hang send us funny us. memes. That's right. Um, check out our website, Bantha Milk Podcast. Dot com. Dot com. Check out Ears Up Podcast. With a Z. With a Z. That's our, our parent organization, Ears Up In Depth. 
Of course, those guys over at Taco Supreme. Oh, I'm so hungry. Which, I haven't eaten dinner. Maybe I'll get some Taco Supreme yes. on my way home. There's a Taco Bell near my house. I know. Yes. Trust me, I know. Yeah. Now, it would be hard to eat it on the motorcycle, though. Not impossible. Oh, does your face thing go up? I have. Uh, I got a, a three-quarters helm now. Okay. So now I've got, I can like... It's great. I get thirsty in, in, in the ride, and I can right. reach back. You can and reach back and get a drink water. now. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, either way, either check way. out Supreme Taco Resort. Supreme Taco check Resort. out the Kings Road uh, podcast. podcast. Right? And uh, what's their other one? The, um, the oh darn it, uh, Sacred Jedi. That's our website, Sacred Jedi Text. What's the other one that they do? Um, Who? The know. the ears up guys. The uh, oh the um. The Supreme Resort guys, they also do... Scraping the Vault. Scraping the Vault, yes. So Scraping the Vault this week was fun because they they didn't do a release to uh, DVD or release to video show. Instead, they're now starting to do live action remakes. Okay. So the, this one that they did was 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Which was funny to me because right now, as when Nick came over... Uh, we're fostering you have six puppies Dalmatians. right yeah. now. Yeah, so we have 101 Dalmatians. They're so sweet. So it was pretty funny. So I uh, I have a suggestion for them. Eric, if he listens all the way to the end of the show, he'll hear this suggestion. Um, to do a comparison, a, a Supreme Resort version of Scraping the Vault, where they're comparing the original cartoon version to the With, uh, live action like remake of it. So now they have to do watch they, both Do they do made-for-TV movies? As long as it's Disney. So I, I'm going to make a request. Brink. Brink. 1990s slash early 2000s childhood classic from the Disney Channel. Uh, all about Team Pup and Suds and their uh, their strife in in winning the, the rollerblading uh, classic uh, and beating the uh, the really like really cool guys. They're, they okay. got a lot of money. They're they're sponsored. Um, that or Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Okay. Classic staples of my childhood. Classic staples of your childhood. All there Disney you go. Channel originals. And so they're all on Disney Plus. They're on Disney Plus now, and they're yeah. Disney Channel originals. So that maybe they'll maybe when they run out of everything else that they're doing, they'll they'll just start maybe. doing Disney Channel originals. Maybe. So, all right. You can check them wherever you get your pods. Wherever you get your pods. Um, that's we'll be right. back within the next uh, week or two talking more Star Wars we got coming our way. Uh, in the meantime, we have spoken. We have Spoken. <laughs> so <laughs> the scream. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Love it.